0: Hi everyone, it's Rebecca from Fitness Fanatic Mom. I'm back again here in my virtual studio and talking to Amy, and Amy's hanging out in her home. It's so nice to see your face, Amy. Thank you so much for joining us. Please tell us
1: about yourself. Hi, Rebecca, thank you for inviting me. Um, It's a little bit about myself. So my name is Amy Silva. I am married to my best friend, uh, Kevin. We have three kids together, so our oldest, Sophia, is gonna be nine this summer. Our middle, Grayson, is seven. And our youngest, Olivia, is four months old as of this Wednesday. So yeah, so I know how hard it is to be pregnant uh, during a pandemic and giving birth during a pandemic. So uh, I feel like I can relate to a lot of people right now that are you know pregnant and giving birth. Um, yeah, it's crazy times, but it's all worth it in the end. Um, So a little bit about me, I created Luna Collective. Um, It was a dream of mine that I've had for years. I've always wanted to create this community where people can come and they can feel safe and welcome and where it's not just, you know, one person supporting everybody. I wanted to have a team of people that could support everybody, Um, especially with doula work, you know everybody's always like, oh, like this is a perfect doula, but people are different. And I believe that in doula work, not every doula is the right doula for you. Um, it's very personal because pregnancy and birth um, are very personal experiences. So finding somebody that, that kind of fits in with your family and your personality is is big. So that was my than my dream um and my dream just keeps evolving so I have many more things coming up through Luna Collective so yeah this is this is my fourth baby
0: <laughs> oh I get that I totally get that this is my fifth baby so yeah for sure I totally get that and I have a Grayson as well too so
1: I <laughs> it with an A or an E
0: I spell it with an E because it's a, she's a girl. So I wanted it to be more feminine. Yeah. 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 So if boy or girl, she was going to be a Grayson. So it just depended on the spelling. <laughs>
1: I like the E. My husband did not. He said yeah. no. He's a boy. It's got to be an A.
0: Right? I know. These are, they're so funny, aren't they? <laughs> At least you agreed on the name, right? That was sometimes the biggest hurdle. I know a lot of moms can probably agree with that one as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's dive a little bit deeper. Tell me about the motto of your business of Luna Collective.
1: So our motto um, and our teaching style is we go with love. So listening, observing, um, value, validate, educate and empower, um, which are all things that I think are extremely important when someone is pregnant or giving birth or even in the postpartum period is feeling that they have an amazing team behind them, supporting them. Um, so we believe in advocacy. Um, we love to empower our clients to advocate for themselves. But we also believe in advocating for our clients as well, which um, is a little bit controversial in the doula world, um, you will find. But I think that it's extremely important, um, especially in the birthing space, when people may not be able to speak up for themselves. Um, Having somebody there that knows what you want and is able to to help advocate for you is extremely important. So that's kind of what we believe in and how we work.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I love that. And a lot of moms are first time moms and, and they've never been there before. They don't know what's happening. They don't, they don't know, you know, sometimes when you get in there, it's so foreign, you know, because to have someone like you guys there with them and helping their guidance and, you know, just really being that right hand, you know, can make such a big difference on the birth experience and making it um, that much more calming and relaxing and, and enjoyable almost, right. As much as a birth experience can be enjoyable.
1: <laughs> it's so different. Like, It doesn't matter if it's your first baby or your fifth baby. Like every birthing experience is different. Like each one of mine has been like a world of difference, like between like duration of labor, pushing, just like everything. Like none of them are the same at all. (laughs)
0: Yeah, for sure. That's amazing. So what services do you guys all offer there at The
1: Collective? So we offer a lot. So we do um, all of our doula services. So we offer labor and birth. We offer like prenatal education classes, postpartum doula support, including overnight support. Um, I'm a yoga teacher, so I offer yoga classes. So I specialize in prenatal and postpartum as well as baby and me. Um, We've got a sleep specialist. We have a member on the team that does some photography, um, fertility support, We have some abortion services, so all of our loss support, abortion support, um, a lot of people associate abortion with someone just not wanting a pregnancy, and a lot of times that's not what it is, and a lot of people that have been pregnant understand that. So all of our loss, bereavement, and abortion support, we don't charge for. Um, You know, we have members on the team that have been through all of those things themselves, so we believe wholeheartedly that people in the community need those services and when you need them money is the last thing you need to be worrying about so we offer those services as well. Um, We also have a couple birth pools that we rent out so if somebody's wanting a home birth um, that's always an option as well.
0: That's amazing yeah because sometimes you just never know where to go to get those things so yeah you guys encompass so much in-house and that's absolutely amazing to have all of those services available and what is your typical client so who do you guys typically serve as far as your clientele
1: this is a hard one so (laughs) our collective there's six of us like six doulas um and we all kind of specialize in different areas which is really nice at the same time because we're not cookie cutter you know like we have different things that we all enjoy like we're you know most of us are full, full spectrum doulas so that includes you know, fertility, abortion, um, labor and birth, postpartum. Um, but some of us, you know, focus on different areas. So we have, you know, a couple of doulas that really focus on the fertility part, uh, a few that were really into postpartum, some that really, really love birth. Um, so we encompass all of those services, um, but it's, we serve everyone. So, um, you know, moms, families, A lot of people don't realize that hiring a doula is not just for the birthing person, um, but it's for the partner and the family, uh, especially when you're looking at postpartum. Uh, It's another, like an extra support person that's in the house, right? So uh, we're LGBT, 2Q friendly, BIPOC friendly. Um, We're learning constantly. So we don't come at serving those communities saying that we know everything we don't, um, but we're educating ourselves and we're comfortable working with those people. And, you know, we want a safe space for everybody. Um, so it's, it's a big deal for us to have that inclusive space. So we don't want to just say that we only work with moms. Um, you know, we work with everybody. So mm-hmm. that's really important, I think.
0: Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So how did you become a doula? Or how do I become a doula? What's the process in becoming a doula? I'm very interested. I'm sure a lot of people are interested in this as well, too.
1: This is a loaded question. <laughs> um, <laughs> so doulas aren't regulated. So technically, you could go out tomorrow and you could just be a doula and support people, which is what being a doula is all about. Um, a lot of people do the certification program because they want the education, uh, which is amazing. So. It's my best advice for anybody that's looking into being a doula or is interested in hiring a doula is kind of look at who they are as a person, what they believe in, and look at all the different trainings and educations, if that's something that you want to do. Um, I've trained with a couple of different associations, and I've learned something completely different from all of them, which is wonderful. Um, I do a lot of like webinars, um, a lot of people hold free webinars, a lot of people, you know, you pay a couple hundred dollars, like there's so much to learn, and there's, I personally believe, and I do this with my yoga as well, um, when I did my 200 hour, uh, I, I went with one school, also offered prenatal, but I really wanted to learn from a different teacher, a different style, to, to get something else, um, so shop around, I think that's like the biggest thing. You can read hundreds of books. There's so many great books to read. There's podcasts to listen to. There's talking to other doulas, you know, there's, there's doulas that mentor other doulas. Um, So yeah, there's just like a wealth of knowledge out there that it's, it's an ever changing thing to be a doula, right? Like you're constantly learning.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. And I think, Um, as anyone in the health and wellness industry. And, you know, there's always new things coming out, new ways to learn, more education. And I think if you love that part, that just makes you, you know, that much more rounded. And I know for me, like I soak it all up, like give me more knowledge, more knowledge. And it just makes me more of a well-rounded individual, but then also a coach and a service provider and a helper when it comes to that as well. Yeah, I love that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. So what is your why?
1: Why? Why, why?
0: Yeah. I know that's a hard question too.
1: (laughs) So it's funny. When I was, oh my gosh, I want to say like 15, 16, I came across a doula, like the word doula, like like something I don't know if I was doing internet search or what I was looking for. Um, but I came across the term doula. And I remember being like in high school and I was like, oh, like, this is like, this is so cool. Like, I'm going to be that one day. And like, I didn't think anything of it. Like a couple of years passed and I was like, oh yeah, like that doula thing, that's really cool. Um, and like every couple of years, like I would come back to it. I went to college for a uh, medical office assistant and, um, working in doctor's offices, working in the hospital, working in walking clinics. Like I've literally done it all. Um, and every couple of years that doula would like pop back into my mind and I would look up schools and I never did anything, anything with it. And then, um, as I was approaching, you know, 30, so the the year I turned 30, um, that summer I had like a big epiphany, like this isn't where I want to be or who I want to be. This isn't really who I am, um. And I was really like getting back to like to myself and working on myself because for years I had been a mom and a wife and, you know, I worked my job and it was like, you know, regular Monday to Friday, nine to five kind of thing. And I was really good at it and I really liked it, but I was missing something. Um, so that summer I signed up for my 200 hour yoga teacher training, like the week before it started. I was just like, I'm going to do it. Like I always said, I'm going to be a dual and a yoga teacher. and like, I'm going to be a yoga teacher. Um, and then I was going through a really hard time, like while I was doing my training and anybody that's done uh, a yoga teacher training knows like how life-changing it is to do it. Like, it's not something that you can like explain. It's just, if you know, you know. Um, so I was going through a lot of life transitions going through this, um, ended up leaving the job that I was in and within like two days of leaving that job like signed up for my doula training so I signed up for like full spectrum everything childbirth educator birth trauma uh, so, like anything I could get my hands on and soak up like I signed up for it and I was like I'm gonna do it all and learn it all um, that's another thing we offer that I didn't even mention uh, lactation support so um, that was another course that I did I signed up not through the same program but uh, a different organization I did like my lactation educator so yeah I just like jumped in full force one day and I was like I'm just I'm gonna do it (laughs) yeah I think it was just something I always knew I wanted to do and knew I had to do I just had to experience life and go through my own things to get to that point where I was confident to do it.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's amazing. You have a great story. And I find a lot of us have that kind of journey as well, too, where it like, you know, we need sometimes to listen to our intuition because it's telling us there's something here. But if we're not ready to receive that, then we're not ready yet, right? But that's amazing that's a great story.
1: That's like my personal business, like outside of the collective, like when I created my business of just me as a doula and a yoga teacher my business name is journey and bloom yeah. because I was like it's a journey and during that journey you bloom and I was like it's corny, but like it's real life and it's <laughs> I, love it. I love it so tell
0: me what is the best part of your job
1: there's so many great things like <laughs> like do you like birth or postpartum more and I'm like they're not even comparable no. like they're so different, like <laughs> experiencing a baby coming into the world. Like I won't even tell you how many times I've cried seeing, you know, <laughs> seeing somebody become a parent. Like it's it's life-changing to experience. Um, I've had, you know, amazing experiences where births don't always go the way that they are supposed to. And I'm lucky enough to have those conversations with parents ahead of time to know that like, you know, if you're a single parent and you have to have a C-section, like, do you want the baby to stay? you know in the warmer wait for you and like a lot of people like you build those relationships and like I've been the first person to hold someone's baby before the parent right because like they can't and they're like I want that baby to have that love and that that connection with somebody and I trust you to do that like that right there is like wow like how do you even explain that to somebody (laughs) like So that kind of experience is completely different than going and supporting somebody postpartum and like watching them bloom as a parent. You know, like being with somebody when they're giving their baby their first bath and they're nervous and they're like, "Can you do it?" And I'm gonna watch to the next time you go over and they're like, "I'm really confident. I want to give the baby a bath. Can you stand there right, right with me when I do it?" Like, there's such incredible moments and experiences not just for the parents but like for me as an individual to be a part of that like it's there's nothing I don't love about what I do.
0: <laughs> That's amazing, right? And it it definitely comes across you're super passionate with what you do and that you love your whole job all all of <laughs> together, right? Yeah. Love that. So what can working with a dual look like?
1: Oh my gosh. It can look like anything you want it to. Um You know, prenatally during your pregnancy, we have different team members that do different things, right? So if someone's going through fertility, one of the duels on our team might be going to a fertility appointment with you or, you know, checking in with you. I know right now with COVID, it's a little hard. We can't physically go with you, but like they're on their phone, like they're doing a virtual visit with you. like They're there to support you however you need that Um, with myself. I really love working with my doula clients with yoga, like during their pregnancy, right? Because not only are we getting to know each other on a personal level, but I'm seeing how your body works. Like I'm, I'm seeing how, you know, during labor and birth, how I might better support you physically. I know like your capabilities, like what you can and can't do, what you're comfortable with, what you're not comfortable with. So it's really about like meeting each person where they are. I love and many of our gulas love to go out, you know, to the park if they have, you know, if our client has more kids, um, they bring their kids with them and they like make it a play date like we're, we're creating friendships and bonds like there's clients that I've kept in touch with, you know, for two, three years since I started, um, you know, invited to birthday parties like it's, it's very, it's very humbling to to work with clients and no two clients are the same so I don't think the experiences should be the same so you know if you want to go catch a cop like get a coffee or a tea go for a walk like wherever you're comfortable meeting is what we're going to do like I've had clients that have wanted to come to my house when I had my home yoga studio and we would meet down there I've had you know where I've gone to a coffee shop or yeah just anything so it's it's crazy. Like prenatal is amazing time to create those um, relationships and postpartum, you know, going over, I've helped clients bake banana bread, you know, together, like standing in the kitchen, talking, making banana bread while the baby sleeps, like chatting about how they're feeling. I've, you know, gone over and been like, you go take a shower and have a nap. And like, I'm chilling with a baby. Like it's, it's all so different. And so like, what you need that support for if you really need a bath or you really need to sleep like you go do that and I'm going to be here taking care of everything else and doing the laundry and tidying up and watching the baby or you really need to talk like let's talk let's sit down with a cup of tea or go for a walk with the baby like it's it's yeah it's so self whatever you need it's hard to explain
0: (laughs) self-guided like you you know choose your own adventure right you choose what path that you need us to take and it can evolve in any way shape or
1: form yeah I love that that's amazing I think I can create like a doula self-guide book yeah but you know like a doula adventure book (laughs) yeah
0: what do we need What is one thing you always get asked? I love this question. This is one of my favorites because there's always that one question that we always get asked or a couple questions that we always get asked. But what's one thing that you tend to get asked quite often?
1: I, we get asked a lot. Um, if we're a midwife, you know, can we deliver your baby? No, <laughs> uh, I'm not a midwife. I would love to be a midwife. That's a whole other topic. I'm sure you've seen my post this week, Rebecca, about uh, them closing one of the midwifery schools. Um, but doulas and midwives are very different. Um, the midwife, you know, takes care of the baby. Once the baby is born, most attention goes to baby right away. Whereas doula, we're with that birthing person, unless that birthing person says otherwise, you know, go with the baby or dad needs help or partner needs help. Um, so very different experiences. We're not hands-on medical; we are physical, mental, emotional support. So, however that may look, I've stayed with clients, you know, for hours. I've, you know, encouraged them to sleep. I've done everything, you know. I've been that shoulder to cry on when they had no one else to cry on or they weren't comfortable. Um, yeah, it's it's very different, and a lot of a lot of people aren't aware of what a midwife and a doula is sometimes um which is difficult and it's a little bit sad because midwives are amazing so are doulas and like together as a team like we do incredible things we support people through some of the most vulnerable experiences that they'll ever have um but we definitely don't have i think enough midwives or doulas in Canada so yeah it's I think there's a lot to do but if you don't know what a doula is you don't know what a midwife is or you want to know more like shoot me a message
0: and we'll chat for sure for sure and and this one's kind of another loaded question but what is something you wish your clients knew more of
1: oh my goodness this one for me is big I wish that everybody Every birthing person, every birthing person's partner knew that you have a choice. Um, It doesn't matter if somebody says, this is what we're going to do, or this is what needs to be done. You make that decision. Um, Nobody can force you into those decisions. Um, I know, you know, birthing in a hospital, a lot of people think that whatever the doctor, the nurse says, that's what you have to do. Uh, It's not hospital policy is not law. Um, (laughs) You can say no, and there are no repercussions and there shouldn't be. And if there are, um, then you need to take action with that. Uh, I experienced this personally with my last pregnancy, uh, trying to be forced to do something that I'd already said no to multiple times. Um, And I just kept saying no, because I know my rights and I knew that I didn't have to do it. And at the end of the day I didn't. So, but a lot of people, they don't speak up because they don't know Mm -hmm. where they're not comfortable. Right. Which is another reason having a doula is such an incredible thing to have because you can't speak up for yourself, but you let your doula know or your partner know that these are your wishes. A doula can say, Hey, how do you feel about this? Or, Hey, didn't we talk about this? Um, And it gets those things, those conversations going. So advocacy it's big <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure 100 percent, yeah um yeah so what drives you what what fuels your fire and keeps you going day in day out to get out of bed what what's your driving force um,
1: just how much change needs to happen I think is kind of like what drives me to do the things that I do and like I will 100% admit that like, I get burnt out. Like there's so much that I want to do. And it's just not possible to do it all sometimes, especially, you know, right now, I'm home with my two older kids homeschooling them. And I have a baby. And it's been that way since like last March, I've had the older two home and, you know, was pregnant and working and emerge doing night shifts and then home teaching them during the day. And you have all these plans to get things done, and sometimes it just takes a little bit longer. Um, things are definitely coming, but I think that's I think that's what drives me. Just knowing that there's always something else to do.
0: For sure, I love that. Um, what's your biggest inspiration, or who is your biggest inspiration?
1: Uh, this is this is a big one. This one's like a little bit emotional. <laughs> <laughs> so my biggest inspiration the person that inspires me the most, um, is my mom. So my mom is no longer here. Um, I'm sure you've seen my posts. Um, so my mom died almost 10 years ago. She committed suicide, but she was the most amazing mom, like incredible, despite everything that she's gone through. She was always there for me. Um, so I think that's like the big thing for me is like, I want to be that mom for my kids. That's there for them. That's Amazing and supportive, and really understanding, and listen to people. And I want to take that out into the world and be that person for everybody. Mm-hmm. I've always been like, you know, the mom of the group with all of my friends. So <laughs> I think I like, I take that and I shift it to like everyday life. And I just want to like inspire other people daily to just be, you know, the best version of themselves that they can be. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. Yeah. I also lost my mom. Um, I'm going on 19 years. So I totally understand that. And, um, I, I feel very much similar when it comes to, um, wanting to be the mom (laughs) to everybody. And it's hard not to, because you just feel that connection and, you know, feel that, um, overwhelming um, support and love for everyone. And, you know, your clients are become part of your family, you know, right? Because you do become so close to them and almost mother them. <laughs> and I always tell my clients, I'm like, if I'm mothering you too much, you let me know.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have um, my husband, his younger cousin, when he was. You know, younger, he'd be like, too many moms, too many moms. <laughs> right? yeah. You know, big Portuguese family, and like it's yes. all <laughs> just like, oh my gosh, every stop. <laughs> <laughs> For sure.
0: I love it. Um, what are you like obsessed with right now as far as a book or a podcast? What's kind of on your radar that you're loving?
1: Oh, I don't know. You've probably heard of Yoga Girl, right? Like Rachel Braden? Yes. Yes. I love her. Her podcast is like amazing like I love every episode like oh, I listen to it religiously like every week um I have I actually have her book right here I just finished it I think two days ago like this one <laughs> so that's, that's her second one so um to love and let go I don't know if you've read it it's amazing um she talks about her life growing up, you know, her mom trying to commit suicide when she was a kid through teenagehood, adulthood. Um, She talks about her best friend's death, the birth of her daughter, just, just so much in like a few hundred pages. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I relate to so much of it. So I find whenever I'm needing like an emotional connection, um, that's the book that I go to. And I just read it this week. Um, I finished it, I think last night the night before um you know going through coming up to that 10 10 year anniversary mark in a couple weeks i was like craving that like a connection and understanding that somebody had experienced or knew what i was going through so um i read that book again um but yeah her podcast i was actually listening to it before this call so when I get off, I'm probably going to try to listen to it while the kids are out of the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah but like, for sure. Yeah, and um, like birthful, like birthwise, um, I love the birthful podcast with Adriana. Um, <laughs> I'm actually sharing my birth story on that podcast with her. I'm doing that at the end of the month, so i okay. sighted excited about that. <laughs>
0: that's awesome we'll definitely have to post in the group when you do that so that um the mamas can jump on and listen to it that's amazing i know that's the one thing i love about podcasts is that you can just put them on whenever and be doing whatever and have it playing in the background and still listening and paying attention but you can multitask is because as mamas we we need to multitask right (laughs)
1: that's great
0: What are your hobbies outside of all of this? Like you are so busy, you've got so much on your plate. What what do you do for you outside of this? What hobbies do you have?
1: Oh, I won't lie, in the winter like I'm a hermit. Like I do nothing. Like, <laughs> I sleep, I hibernate. Yeah. Um <laughs> but when the weather is nice, like I'm outside all the time. I I love hiking, I love camping. Um I grew up, my family's all from like Northern Ontario, like Sudbury both sides. So, um, yeah, being outside is like the number one thing. Like my kids have been running around outside bare feet the last like two weeks. I'm like, it's not that warm. Like you still have to put (laughs) shoes on. Um, obviously like my yoga and my meditation, that's been a little bit harder. Um, you know, since the baby's been born, uh, to, to get to do that. Cause right now I'm valuing my sleep, Mm -hmm. uh, versus you know, my personal practice. So I try to like do it here and there, but it's not, it's not what I use. It's not a daily practice anymore, but it's more of, you know, like the whole family's feeling it tonight. Like let's do like a yoga and meditation. And my kids love it. Like they, they'll go on and do like yoga and meditation on their own before bed sometimes, just because they, they know that they need to chill out. So it's been interesting. The baby's done a couple of yoga classes with me. So that's been fun, but yeah, (laughs) anything like that, reading, writing, Those are kind of like my things, my, uh, my Oracle, my tarot cards. I love working with those. Journaling is a big one. I highly recommend journaling to anybody who doesn't do it, especially right now. (laughs)
0: For sure. I love journaling as well too. There's something about that pen to paper and mind connection that is, you know, you can't get that with anything else and that you can just like dump your brain out. And for me, it helps me sleep at night because I'm not having those slots jumbling around. (laughs) They're out on paper. They're out of my mind. I can go to sleep now. (laughs) I can turn it off. Yeah.
1: that's
0: (laughs) what What is a book that you would recommend for your clients? What's the one kind of reference book or a really good book for them or a
1: good read? I love the birth partner book. Um, We actually have a giveaway coming up and I bought that one as part of the giveaway because I was like, this is, it's such an incredible book for people. It, it explains, you know, like what you should be doing, what your partner should be doing, what a doula should be doing. Um, There's parts of it that, you know, I don't necessarily agree with, um, but that's any, book, I'm not always going to agree with things. Um, You know, they're not in the birth um, partner book, they, you know, kind of say like doulas shouldn't advocate for their clients, which I don't agree with. I think that if you're hiring somebody, you want them to be able to advocate for you. But there's so many parts in that book that are amazing. Um, They, you know, give scenarios. Um, Kevin and I, when I was pregnant with Olivia, uh, even though we've already had two babies together, you gone through the experience twice. We would sit down, you know, every Sunday morning and we would go through a chapter and we would take notes and be like, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. Um, so it's extremely helpful. And even, you know, when I was giving birth and I was in labor, there were a couple of times when Kevin did have to step in for, me, um, because I wasn't able to have my doula at the hospital with me when I was, um, Giving birth. You know, we planned a home birth, but unfortunately that didn't go the way that it was planned. So we ended up at the hospital and nothing went the way that we had planned. So, having had those extremely important conversations with Kevin, uh, we were able to navigate it with very little trauma coming out of the birth, right? Which is extremely important. (laughs) So, that is my number one book recommendation.
0: (laughs) Yeah, love that. That's a great book. So how does hiring a doula from the collective benefit our community or benefit the community?
1: So I I love this one. Um, So like I said, there are six of us in the team uh, right now. So we have built in backups. So when somebody hires someone from the collective, they have the knowledge of all of the doulas. So we have a private Facebook page. um, So any of our clients, past, previous, present, current, I don't know what I'm saying. Any client of any of our doulas um, is able to be a part of this Facebook group. So all of our doulas are in there. So if there's questions, um, you you can put it in the group. Any of our doulas can answer it. You have the availability and like the knowledge, right? So like if your doula doesn't necessarily know the answer to a question that you've asked them, they're able to come back to the team and ask everybody and we share that knowledge. Um, So we have like a crazy group chat that is like ridiculously long and we've talked about everything. (laughs) Um, So that's like a big, a big thing. But um, yeah, like having that built-in backup, you know, especially if you want somebody for birth, awesome, you have like your doula, but say afterwards you want postpartum, like you didn't realize how hard it was gonna be maybe your deal is not available right away, but somebody else is. So having that option and that flexibility.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Um, what other services does the collective offer? Um, let me talk a
1: little bit. So like yoga, fertility, um, uh, (laughs) my son just came in. He's like, um, loss support um and i didn't you know, community, community support outreach
0: support or the abortion support so that's amazing like that having those extra support options you know like that's amazing i didn't realize that was um an option so that all in itself is just another amazing service that you guys offer
1: yeah and i mean that's the thing like abortion is <laughs> like 10 minutes okay <laughs> <laughs> Outside, <laughs> please. Outside, please. <laughs>
0: That's all good. Um, that, this is real mom life here.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is just how it happens. Um, yeah. yeah, so with um, like abortion support, a lot of people, you know, it has a a bad rap almost, right? Like people, a lot of people don't realize that abortion is healthcare, and a lot of times it's necessary and it's very needed, regardless of somebody's decision for choosing it. It shouldn't matter. Uh, it's not something that people need to know.
0: Sorry,
1: Sorry Rebecca.
0: That's okay. Sorry. I'm- Awesome. So tell me about your doula style. What is your style?
1: So, my doula style is uh, very chill. i mean, like, you know, I'm like right now just kind of sitting on the couch. So, I'm like, relaxed. Um, and I think I bring that to working with clients. So, uh, people who don't know me, I also work in the hospital. I work in the hospital as a so clinical staff. For probably a total of, like, nine, ten years now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And most recently, I'm on maternity leave right now, but I work in the emergency department. So, uh, emergency is something different every day. (laughs) Uh, I'm in the trauma room, taking orders from doctors and nurses. So, I'm very comfortable, not only just in a hospital setting, but in, like, a, a busy setting where things are always happening so sometimes birth is like that um, and I'm very like calm and collected in those settings so I bring you know a little bit of calmness to the chaos sometimes so that's uh that's my personal style but I think within the collective like each doula is so different it's so funny um like we had a meeting last night and we're talking and we were talking about this so like I don't know like what am I like what are you like are you crunchy granola are you (laughs) are you like big advocate are you calming caring like there's just there's everything there's there's something for everyone in the group so yeah I think I'm that calm though can definitely be like I I have no problem speaking up I know that uh, so I'm not intimidated by healthcare professionals or anybody else. Uh, and I'm very open and speak my mind. So if you need somebody like that, or you're somebody like that, you normally get along pretty good. sure. I love that. Um, and
0: I can definitely feel a very calming, you know, just feel and vibe from you as well too. Just even having our conversation, you're just like very cool and calm. Like you could, Cool, like a cucumber, right? <laughs> um, what, how do you guys support um, before birth and how does that set you apart?
1: So again, like supporting before birth. Getting to know not just the birthing person, but the partner the person that you plan on having there during your labor and your birth, that's extremely important because at the end of the day, that person knows you better than anybody else. They know you better that I'm ever going to know you, and you're going to want their support. So building that relationship, we don't just build it with the birth person, we build it with the partner, the family, if there's other kids involved, um, you know, getting to know everybody so that during labor and birth, we can say, hey, what do you think about doing this? You know, maybe see if this would help her if they want you to do that. Some people want their partner to be very involved and some people don't. So it's really just getting to know what the family wants. Um, and that sometimes changes during labor and group too, you know, like you may be the person that's like, I really am going to want that physical support. And then you're in labor and you're like, nobody can touch you. Like everybody back away. And that can sometimes be hard on the partner too, because they're like, how do I, how do I help them now? Like, I, I don't know what to do. Like they're stumped. So um, having that relationship with the partner and say, "Hey, listen, this is nothing to do with you. Let's see if there's something else you can do. Maybe you can get some face chips, or maybe you can put some comic music on a playlist. Like, let's let's figure things out ways to keep you know everybody engaged and feeling like they're a part of it.
0: something that's super special.
1: So mm-hmm. we definitely try to do that."
0: Amazing. Yeah, for sure. And because births are so different and there are so many different ways to have a baby, what births do you support? So what would you guys
1: all encompass? We support any and every kind of birth, um, whether it's at home, at a birthing center, in the hospital, whether you're planning a medicated birth or an unmedicated birth. Um, you know We're there for all of that. So it's There's a lot of people who are like, oh, well, I'm going to have an epidural. I don't need a doula. Can you do sometimes. I had an epidural with both of my first two. 100% could have used support. Um, You know, I had my husband and my sister there for my first one. And then my second one was just my husband and I. And he's an amazing support. Um, It's always been amazing. The last part with Olivia, um, we couldn't have, you know, my doula. We were supposed to be at home. We we're supposed to have a beautiful home water birth and the kids were supposed to be there and my oldest was gonna catch the baby and your <laughs> kids were gonna cut the umbilical cord and none of that happened. Um but I I still felt supported, you know, like my doula's checking in with me, talking to Kevin. Um and then, you know, hours and hours later, you know, fourteen hours after being induced. And, all of that jazz I ended up getting an epidural I still needed that support and sometimes you need to even more because you have an epidural like you can't really move you're kind of limited to the bed now mm-hmm. but there's still things you can do there's still ways you can move but having somebody there able to help you do that is super beneficial so yeah. any birth we, we are there for it <laughs>
0: amazing yeah for sure so for someone who might be on the fence and you know not quite sure if they need to hire a doula or not um why why would they want to hire a postpartum or birth doula what's the biggest
1: like why is why it's hard because there's so many whys um to have you know that team like you're building your own birth or your own you know postpartum care team like you get to choose and it's really nice right now like the pandemic sucks 100 but it's nice in the way that for postpartum people you haven't really felt guilty about not having people in your space um, you've been able to say no or uh, you know you're not expected to just let people drop by your house and see the baby or you know get out of bed because there's other things to do where you have to go someplace like we've really slowed down um which i think is nice in some ways in other ways it really sucks i know personal experience i was supposed to start you know this postpartum uh rehab with a chiropractor uh, last monday and it was like a group class Of course, that got canceled and i was really looking forward to it because i was like you know like a 4 months out, like i'm ready to do stuff and meet other parents and do all the things and then now I can't um but you get to choose who you welcome into that space it's really intimate especially you know the last last few weeks of pregnancy the first few weeks you know postpartum like they're really tender times um so you really want to invite people that are going to treat it that way Mm -hmm. that are going to you know listen to you and what you mean kind of anticipate your in your wants as well. Um, sometimes it's nice to not even have to say anything, but to just have that person be like, hey, I made you a cup of tea, or I took care of that laundry, or do you want to go? I think you should go have a shower. The baby's sleeping, but if the baby wakes up, like I'm here, so it's okay. So all of those little things, you don't even really think about it a lot of times, you know, like we get so caught up in. Like, what's the best stroller car seat or like I bought <laughs> these really cute baby outfits and i'm totally guilty of that you know like i i swear like every week by, i'm buying like more and more outfits for this <laughs> more clothes than i do <laughs> but, but it's just yeah it's just like having that person there it's just it's something that is sometimes not even describable like you'll, you'll talk to somebody who's had and you'll support them were just like, it changed everything from my first experience without a doula to my experience with a doula. So it's very
0: different. Yeah, for sure. I love that. And um, just, yeah, like creating your support team, right? You know, it's so um, critical at that time, especially in postpartum and especially in COVID, because we feel, I feel like there are a lot of mamas who are feeling that disconnect right now. So having that extra person would be support. <laughs> We're almost done, kids. I promise.
1: That's the baby.
0: <laughs> I have two more questions for you. You kind of alluded to this this in the beginning about some projects that you were working on. Tell
1: me more. Yeah, so um, for anybody that's followed me for a while, um, they've probably seen, you know, like my personal story of becoming a mom, how I went through pregnancy and birth and postpartum without the support of my mom. A couple of years ago, I was running uh, a group specifically for women um, without the support of their moms, like their moms had passed away, um, so that's what I was supporting them with. So it's it's shifted, it's it's grown and evolved. So now um, I'm working on changing that, and it, it's more geared towards anybody. So any parent, no matter how you identify, mm-hmm. um, I really wanted everyone to feel comfortable in seeking the support because going through pregnancy, birth, postpartum without the support of a parent, it's hard. And if you've done it, like you know, and if you're going through it, like you don't know what to expect. So this is, this group is something that's super near and dear to my heart. Um, So it's for moms, dads, partners, anybody that identifies, it doesn't matter how you identify, he, she, they, them, Whether it's your mom or your dad or your grandparents that raised you, um, whether they passed away, whether they abandoned you, whether they just put no effort into the relationship with you, um, this group is for all of those people. So it's it's a peer support group um, with some mentorship thrown in there. Um, So people will kind of, if they want somebody who's kind of gone through the same thing that they're going through and they want that one-on-one, that'll be something that we offer. So yeah, I'm super excited for it. It's rolling out. uh, The first meeting we're going to do is May 11th, which is the 10-year death anniversary of my mom. So that was very important for me um, to put something special to that date. So that's that's what I've been working on. So it's oh, that's amazing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and as for someone who didn't have her mom going through all of my pregnancies and just so much unknown and just feeling very lost and, and missing that connection um, with a, you know, parental figure and having to rely on luckily I have a very supportive sister so that, you know, helped with my journey. But I think that is absolutely amazing. Let me know how I can support you in any way in that initiative, because I think that is absolutely fabulous and i'm sure there are mothers or other moms in this group that will connect with that as well too and yeah i can't wait to hear more about that that's amazing so how do we get in touch with you what's the best way to reach out to you guys to contact you how do we how do we find you
1: so there's a couple ways um so you can reach out to the collective so we are on instagram and facebook uh luna collective a collective London Doula's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to like remember all of it. Um, <laughs> um, for myself, I so I run like our um, group page. I also run my personal page. So if you can't remember the group page, you can reach out to me, um, Journey and Bloom Yoga Doula, and then I can match you up with anybody. Um, so the way that it works is we normally encourage people to interview, uh, you know, multiple doulas or meet with multiple people especially like if, even if you're hiring one of our doulas, we still like you to meet a couple people on the team so that if for any reason you need some kind of backup, you know, a couple of people on the team. So that's um, it's always a good way to do that. But yeah, you can find us Instagram, Facebook, you can send us like a I remember what that is, the WhatsApp text message. Um, we're very accessible. We're very personable. So yeah. And on our website, um, everybody's personal Instagram handle is there as well. So if you're on the website and you're like, oh, I really want to connect with you know, Maddie or Abigail or Christine or Ainsley or Tori or Amy, like you can find any of us on there. So,
0: yeah yeah that's awesome you guys are pretty active on instagram i love all your posts and there's so much inspiration um and and fun there as well too so yeah that's amazing um do you have a promotion for our postpartum summit attendees
1: we do so we have a couple um so i talked to the girls last night i was like hey like what i'm gonna offer and they're like do do? um so there's like a code i figured we'd give like a little code i mean if they're coming through the summit it'll just be like uh, PP summit 2021. Um, so if they just like say that, I mean, you don't have to like input it anywhere. Even if you're just like, Hey Amy, like I saw like your interview on the summit. Cool. That's the code that you can use. Um, so we're offering $50 off any, uh, first pool rental. Um, as long as we have the dates available, we have a couple pools. So that's great. It's normally $150 for any of our clients or $200 for, Uh, anybody else. So $50 off either of those costs, and then $150 off any of our doula packages, whether that's for labor and birth, or postpartum or overnight care.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much, you guys. I'm sure a lot of the mamas will definitely take advantage of that. That's just absolutely awesome. Amy, thank you so much for jumping on with us today and chatting with us. You are such a warm and inviting person. I had so much fun chatting with you. It was so good to hear the little ones in the background as well, too. <laughs> it's one life, guys. You know, we just got to roll with what we're what we're given. But I really appreciate you jumping on and telling us about the you know, collective Doula's—it's—it's it's an amazing service that you guys offer there, and I can't wait to hear more as the mamas go
1: and check it out as well too. Awesome! Thank you so much for having me.